0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam.
1: My name is Sherry.
0: Sherry Beth, what episode is this?
1: Thirty-eight.
0: Thirty-eight episodes, and we have not missed one. I'm so proud of us. I know. So I want to let you guys know. For this episode, I poured myself a fresh cup of coffee right here with with some bourbon in it. <laughs> Here's why. This is this is a somber topic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. This isn't going
1: to be a fun, happy one.
0: It's not going to be a fun, happy one, but I think it's an important one. Today, obviously, as this podcast is posting, is September 11th. And it is kind of a big one because this is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Yeah. A a huge event, not only in the world, but in both of our lives. Yep. And we thought...
1: Life-changing.
0: Yeah, completely. Life-changing. And so... So for us, we thought, you know what, I don't know that we've ever shared our nine eleven stories, like your mm-hmm. experience with 9-11, my experience with nine eleven, 11 just kind of our thoughts on what the world was like during that time and after that time, and just sort of thinking back about it today, 20 years later. Yeah. And so we thought, you know what, today feels like the most appropriate day to do that. Uh, and so, this is going to be a little bit just kind of a story time. It's not necessarily us deep diving into a topic. It's more telling you about our experience around one of the most, oh gosh, horrific, yeah, scary, um, world-changing events of our lives. Yep. Sherry Beth, I yep. want you to go first. So, okay. September 11th, 2001. Yep. How old were you? Where were you? What were you doing? I kind of set the scene, as Sherry coughs, set the (laughs) scene for where you were on September 11th, and then let's get into what that day looked like for you. All
1: right. I was um, 19 years old. Okay. I was a sophomore in college. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was attending Bethel College, which is now Bethel University, in Mishawaka, Indiana. Okay. Um, I lived on campus. I had a roommate named Alicia, and... Um, I was taking classes off campus at Ivy Tech, which is like a vocational school. My, my major was interior design. Okay. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had my Ivy Tech classes off campus. Yeah. Uh, September 11th, 2001 was yep. a Tuesday. Yes. And so um, my classes at Ivy Tech didn't start until I think like 11 a.m. P- um, and I don't think Lish had any early morning classes either so it was a day that we both kind of slept in Mm -hmm. and um so i remember shortly before 9 a.m um our phone ringing in our in our dorm room
0: but this is like back in the day of landline phones this is landline phones
1: right right? um i actually don't think i even had a cell phone at the time i think Alicia did but um anyway so our landline our dorm room phone was ringing and i was on the top bunk and um, it, so I could reach the phone easiest. And I just remember the phone ringing and ringing. I'm just thinking, who is calling me, like, before 9 o'clock in the morning? Like, totally. just, you know our schedules. Stop calling. So we kind of just, like, let it go, and then it kept ringing. And so I finally was just like, oh, my gosh. So I just answered the phone. And it was for Alicia, so I, like, tossed the phone down to her, and I said, hey, it's for you. And so she answered it and i remember kind of like hearing her say wait wait what what's happening what's going on and she turned on the tv and like went back to bed like laid back down and i remember just thinking why like why it's nine o'clock in the morning like turn off the tv we don't need to be watching any movies like i don't know what this movie is but it's it's violent and i don't think we need to be watching at nine o'clock in the morning also i'm trying to sleep so um we both kind of like those like just kind of went back to sleep and then we both woke up a little bit after nine and it was still on and i just remember like looking at it and just thinking what is this movie like what are we watching yeah and why did you know Alicia's friend call and tell us to turn on a movie and, like turn on this the tv to the station so we both kind of like started watching and then we were like wait this is news this hmm. is this is not a movie like yeah. what? okay wait what is happening and um, so Bethel College um, is a Christian liberal arts college. They, they called all the students. They gathered everybody into the chapel and kind of explained, like, what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everything that we knew so far. Um, and, you know, we're in <laughs> Mishawaka, Indiana, Podonville, Indiana. Sure. Um, like, we have no fear that this is happening, but we're two hours away from Chicago. Yeah. And so, you know, we're all kind of thinking, like,
0: is Chicago next? Is Chicago next? Right.
1: Like, wh- like, you know, they hit New York. Is Chicago, like, what is what is going on? And um, by that time, they'd hit the Pentagon as well. And so, you know, I was just like, w- where- what is going on in our country? Um, and Bethel canceled all classes for that day. Um, Ivy Tech did not, so I still had to go in. Wow. Um, yep, so I went in into in class, and um, our professor was a mess. Um he had the news on, he was crying. And um he had you know you know he's kind of telling us the story he had designed the lobby.
0: And this is in your interior design class. This is
1: in my interior design class at Ivy Tech. So he had designed the lobby of the building directly across the street from I Whoa. forget which one, one, right. one of the towers. Um like right across the street. And so he, you know, had obviously been there. He knew people in that building. He, you know, he had all kinds of stories about New York, and he had designed that lobby. And so, you know, he was just a mess, like watching the tower fall. Yeah. And he's like, "I knew people there. Like, I knew people in there." Um, and so he, like, we didn't get anything done in class that day. It was just really like consoling Gary, <laughs> yeah. um, and oh, uh, you know, it was just I don't i don't remember if bethel canceled classes the rest of the week um but it just i just remember kind of thinking like i don't know i felt a little bit removed i think Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of fear there was a lot of you know is chicago next um you know we all had friends in and from chicago and you know we would just take the train to chicago like it was just you know it was that was kind of like the default like big city and so we were all kind of scared for Chicago. Um,
0: so there, was, there wasn't like a fear for yourself. It wasn't like, a, oh, my gosh, is this going to happen here? Nobody's going to
1: target Mishawaka, Indiana. Got it. But okay. <laughs> um, nobody knows that Mishawaka, Indiana exists. But it's just like, you know, I just I kind of just felt like, I don't know, we were all kind of just it was just kind of this fear, I think, um, of what is happening.
0: So we're going to pick up my story now. and yeah. we'll kind of come back and connect both of our stories kind of the rest of that day yeah um so i was living with a family uh they were letting me stay in their guest room and they had three young boys uh three young boys four young boys <laughs> i think four boys nothing yeah four boys um <laughs> <laughs> hilarious and i stayed downstairs kind of near the sort of uh the game room kind of the fun room and remember we're four hours different in alaska Right? right. So when this starts happening, it's like four ish AM Alaska time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and
1: Five A.m. Four hours different, nine AM. Yeah, and
0: yeah. so um and so I just remember one of the boys coming in. So their dad worked night shift. He worked at like a like a kind of a warehouse uh, stocking facility. And I think that he either called or he came home early once things started to happen, kind of in the middle of the night. And uh, I remember one of the boys coming into my room and waking me up and I didn't know what time it was. I just kind of thought, oh, the boys must be up getting ready for kind of school in the morning. So it must be, you know, 6.30, 7.00, 7.30, that kind of stuff. Um, and so that's sort of what I thought it was. And they turned on the TV, similar situation to, to yours. They turned on the TV and I remember kind of in my days... Uh, looking at it, thinking, I don't know what movie this is. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this is that we're watching.
1: It can't be real.
0: Well, I don't even think I thought that. <laughs> like the it being real was never even a con- consideration. It was just like, oh, what is this? Right. And as I kind of woke up a little bit and kept watching, it, there was that realization of, um, of of this this is happening. Like this is right now. This is the news. This is live. And I'm already a real news junkie, uh, still to this day. And it goes back, I think, honestly, um, I remember when I was a kid, it was during Desert Storm. And Desert Storm has been kind of called, you know, the first televised war. And I remember watching so much of that on CNN and watching the airstrikes and watching that. And sort of I've been a kind of a news junkie ever since then. And so I just could not be pulled away from the TV. I was just, I was just immersed in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but some of it for me there's a couple of reasons that i was immersed in it number one not just because it was a news story but number two i had been to the world trade centers right i I had gone to the top i had been in those buildings right uh i remember going to new york so i remember like being in that place that you're watching this thing unfold on tv um and and then the other thing for me i just lost my train of thought uh the other (laughs) thing for me oh sorry the other thing for me was in anchorage you would think well you know Kind of like Mishawaka. Who in the world's going to attack? Anchorage. Right. But we actually had a scary thing happen here. Um, if you guys remember, nobody knew. Are there more planes? What's happening? Right? Is this it? Are, like, right. What's next? And all that we heard, the first thing I started hearing was that they were evacuating buildings in downtown Anchorage. Like the <laughs> tall buildings. I'm like, wait, what, what's going on? Why? <laughs> there was a Korean, I think it's a Korean air uh, jet that was flying from I don't know somewhere in Korea or Asia, flying to Anchorage, and as they were kind of sending out these pings that you know this this attack had had these attacks had happened in the United States, the pilot or the captain of that plane responded, and in his response there were three letters. There was H J K, which is apparently a code for hijacking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. That obviously raises some concerns. Right. And then there was a lot of miscommunication and, and uncertainty around what was happening. And so you have this this large plane flying in from a foreign country. Um, and the captain has indicated there's a hijacking on nine eleven, And so for a while, everybody thought, oh, my God, there's a plane coming here. And so downtown was evacuated. They were getting people out of there. And it was so eerie because if you've ever been to Anchorage, there are almost always planes in the sky. Like there's small commuter planes, there's large jets, there's cargo planes. There's just like Anchorage has a really busy airspace. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking outside kind of late morning, early afternoon, whenever it was. And you could stand there and it was completely silent except for fighter jets (laughs) <laughs> the military base which had, are
1: not silent <laughs> which are not silent the
0: military base had scrambled their fighter jets because of kind of what was going on and so the only thing is you looked up you didn't see chemtrails from big planes you didn't see small planes you know going out sightseeing none of that kind of stuff you just saw fighter jets and i remember thinking like oh my god like what, what is happening
1: right
0: um now the korean air story is actually kind of a crazy one um they end up escorting it with like F-15s and they landed it in Canada. I think in a kind of a rural town in Canada, but both the United States and Canada had given orders that if they didn't comply to shoot it down, which is insane. <laughs> That's
1: crazy. It ended up
0: being like a, just a miscommunication issue, which is what a crappy day to have a miscommunication right. issue.
1: Not, not the day to no. not know your codes. Wrong
0: day. <laughs> um, and so, but it was just so, so scary. I mean, I, I was born in Connecticut. I knew people that worked in the city um it you know new york city was 90 minutes away from where my family lived i knew a lot of people that you know sort of were living in new york city or friends even from high school that had moved back or moved to new york city and so it felt it felt close to home in new york because i had been there but it also felt close to home here because there was so much uncertainty with the with the plane coming in Mm -hmm. and so that sort of gets gets us to the next part of the story sherry so you realize the attacks are real. You've seen it on TV. the The buildings have crumbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was next for you? Like, what? What then?
1: Well, so then it was it was kind of a waiting game. Like, I kind of felt like, you know, they, you know, the two the two towers were hit, and then the Pentagon, and then the plane went down in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, especially with that one in Pennsylvania, I felt like it was like, how many more are out there? Yep. Um, and is, you know, is anywhere safe. That's right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, and, you know, I just, I was, you know, I was telling Adam earlier, I feel like, um, there was, there was a little bit of disconnect for me. Um, it was this awful kind of terror, but the same kind of terror as like Columbine and, um, Oklahoma City and like, you know, those, those kinds of horrible things, um, you know, I didn't personally know anybody. Yeah. In New York, I didn't. You know, I, I didn't personally know anybody from New York. I, you know, it was this iconic place that I'd, I'd always wanted to go, but I'd never been. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, there was a little bit of a disconnect there for me. Um, it was still kind of this awful, like, what is happening in our in our country? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, and. I also just I remember this whole big feeling of everybody coming together like this whole unity kind of thing like the entire country rallied like we are Americans and we are together you know and and (laughs) moving ahead 20 years that's not the case anymore but at that point it's just you know that's really that's really what happened like the entire country kind of came together.
0: That's one of the things we talked about at dinner is that, so that's one of the things that I remember the most was yeah. obviously those images of Tuesday morning, September 11th will for the rest of my life be burned in my head, right? I will yes. I will never forget where I was, what that was like, the feelings I felt. I will never forget that my whole life. Right. But I also will never forget the days that followed and mm-hmm. what happened. The fact that you saw American flags pop up everywhere and all of a sudden like political affiliation and party and and race and all of that stuff
1: religion religion
0: seemingly didn't matter right right
1: because we were all americans
0: and that's what and that's what mattered um and what we were talking about dinner is it's so interesting because let's fast forward 20 years and we're (laughs) in the middle of another a very different kind but another tragedy right we've been in this for for 18 months into covid um and if you remember back to 9-11, it consumed every headline, every news story, every conversation, every everything for a an entire season. For
1: a long time. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that was
0: what everybody focused on. In the same way that we've been experiencing COVID. It feels like it consumes every conversation, every headline, every news story, every everything. Yep. Yet after 9-11, it felt like that drove us to be united, even if it was only for a brief point of time. And I also do want to acknowledge, I know that that wasn't everybody's experience. I know there were a number of instances of um of like of people who experienced significant, significant hatred yeah. after that because of their religion, because of their race, because of where they were from. Yeah. So so this was not everybody's experience of unity, right? A lot of people yeah. were were treated very harshly because of ignorance. Extremely unfairly. Yeah. Extremely unfairly. Um but it seemed like a lot of the country did come together. Yet today, in the middle of this I don't think we've ever been more divided. Right. And so 20 years ago, something that consumed our entire lives brought us together. 20 years later, something that has consumed our lives in the world has driven us apart to the point where, Sharon and I both agreed as we talked about this, um, when I look at a post-9-11 United States, that country is hard to even recognize today. Yeah. Like unity and togetherness and this like commonality and this sort of this sort of shared experience that brought us together.
1: The hashtag never forget. Like, like that feels we are so all together in this. Right? It feels so foreign yeah. these days.
0: And you have to wonder, can we ever get back to there? Right. And genuinely, I don't know.
1: I don't know either. I honestly
0: don't know. Yeah. But that is one of my favorite things I remember after 9-11 was what, what it did, uh, sort of for the country, the, just the, the feeling. One other thing I told Sherry that I hadn't thought about, um, one thing I love about Alaska is that we are the kind of people that, I don't know, maybe it's because we go through hard things together, right? We experience super cold weather, lots of darkness.
1: Earthquakes. Earthquakes. <laughs> like
0: We just kind of go through this hard place to live, and we do it together. And so there's this common bond between Alaskans, where there's sort of this Alaskan unity. Mm-hmm. Um, we help each other. Even if we're different, we respect each other. For the most part, again, that's changing. Yeah. Um, and it felt like... After 9-11, the rest of the country got a taste of what we experienced here in Alaska.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like one of
0: the things that I love about Alaska, the sort of commonality, we saw that.
1: Yeah, and we're I'm all s- family.
0: We're all family. That's exactly right. We're mm-hmm. all family. No matter our differences, we have this one thing together, and it's red, white, and blue. Gosh darn it. Right? <laughs> um, and so, uh, so yeah. So, Sherry, what do you remember? Think past the day 9-11. Yeah. Like, um Like the way things changed change. For you. I remember we were talking about like a flight we went on. Yeah. Like, how have things been different since 9-11?
1: Well, so I think, um, it, I, I think it didn't really hit me um, really how, how much this had changed um, life until the first time I actually traveled. Um, like, got on an airplane and traveled. Uh,
0: because of how separated you felt in rural Indiana.
1: Yes. Um, and, it, yeah, exactly. So I, I had gone to Germany... In June and July of two thousand, crazy, and um, my my mom like walked us to the gate. Like it was it was yeah. me and our exchange student Joanna and she and my mom, my mom like literally walked us to the gate and stood at the window and like waved as the plane went away. Um, obviously that doesn't happen anymore. No, and even just kind of remembering that is so foreign. I'm like that was you know 21 years ago yeah um but 20 years ago the way that we travel completely changed mm-hmm. um and now you know it's just like this is just how it is like you just go, you go through security and you can't bring these certain things and you know like it's just this sort of just how it is but you know 21 years ago it, 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 none of those really were a thing
0: yeah you said you say goodbye at the curb rather than the gate now right yep totally
1: yep um, so I really I think that's kind of when it really hit like oh like this really changed everything um worldwide completely and um yeah so five years later yep. let's fast forward five years to December of 2006 um Adam and I are married mm-hmm. and we are yep and we are going back to Connecticut to visit family for Christmas yep and it was a wonderful time, it was it was great, and then we're leaving and we flew in and out of Boston. Yep. It was just cheaper to fly in and out of Boston and then drive to Connecticut. And so, um, we're getting on our flight from Boston to LA. Yeah. And it occurs to us that this is the flight.
0: That's yeah, that's the route.
1: Like that was the itinerary. Yeah, American Airlines for, flight Boston, Los yep, Angeles. Yep, for these these planes that flew into the World Trade Centers. And there was the entire flight honestly yeah. like just kind of this panic like please don't let this happen again please don't let this happen again and this was five years later yep. and like i'm still traumatized well, and it, it you know and again like i had to this kind of disconnect like i didn't know anybody from new york like it didn't really feel real to me but getting on that flight i was just like oh my god like oh i'm not okay with this
0: I think that's an important thing to remember about trauma in general, though. I and mean, I hadn't planned on touching on this, um, but for you, trauma looked different than me and other people. But for you, like, what brought you back to that place of trauma was the realization. That it's like, oh my god, we're on this flight, right? Like, right? we're on this flight, right? We're and on so, this
1: itinerary that didn't make it, that and, all these hundreds of people died on. And
0: so, five years later, um, on a flight that in a city that you've never been to before, Uh all of a sudden you're brought right back to that place of trauma because of sort of the memory of how traumatic 9-11 was. Right. It's like, oh my God, this is the flight. Yeah. Like, what if? Yeah. And uh, there were a number of times like that. A number of times like that for me. I do remember traveling um, after 9-11 and just thinking how different it was. I remember, and this was a few years later as well, I was going on a business trip and I was flying on September 11th. And I just remember looking down at my, I had like the printed boarding pass back then, right? I didn't have like a phone boarding pass. Mm -hmm. I remember looking down at my printed boarding pass and seeing September 11th and then whatever year I was flying. Right. And sort of like sitting there at my gate and almost just unable to take my eyes off of those dates, like those words on a boarding pass. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was something to me that was just like, I, I couldn't stop looking at it because it was just like.
1: Because again, hundreds of people had looked at that same date on the boarding That's right. and pass didn't and make it. Didn't make it at Completely and right. so never got back off of that plane.
0: So it's interesting to me how often and the kind of things that can bring us right back there. Yeah. To that moment. Um, yeah, gosh, it, it's so crazy because I remember in that season of nine eleven, because it was so all consuming, yeah, thinking I don't know how the world ever goes back to normal after this. Right? Like, thinking that because it's all, so all-consuming, we will always be talking all about this. Which, obviously, isn't the reality. You see that in the middle of it.
1: Yes and no. I mean, I don't know that we actually went back to the normal that we had known.
0: Well, no, we definitely didn't. But, it, you know, it wasn't that long afterward before they could have a nightly news and not talk about 9-11. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the there were things that will forever be changed because of 9 And, by the way, I think that's good that we made some changes. Right. Um... But it got us thinking about COVID. Yeah. Because right now, COVID is also all-consuming. And we were saying, 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. will we be sitting, you know, having dinner, being like, wait a second, tomorrow's the 20th anniversary of COVID. Like the first shutdown, the first lockdown. You know, and just kind of something that is so all-consuming now becomes a memory Mm-hmm. at some point right right and life does return to some semblance of normal even if not completely
1: even if it's a new normal even if it's a new normal right
0: and so i don't know you guys we've just been we've been thinking a lot about um a lot about 911 yeah. um i'm i'm a huge as i mentioned news junkie a huge like documentary fan and so i've i've watched everything i've read everything i've you know spent yeah, who knows all how of many the things all, all of the things yep. i've watched everything i can about it um and to me I I still think even with COVID I still believe nine eleven probably the single most uh, memorable moment and memorable not obviously being a good thing here
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's ever happened infamous. in my life infamous moment of, yeah. of my life
1: yeah I think so too
0: I just it it was it felt like we were in a movie
1: yes and I and this is where I'm going to kind of contrast it to um covid Mm -hmm. in that covid has been this 20 month long so far um ordeal Mm -hmm. um and it's it's horrific in its own way but i feel like what you said like that that was a moment it was yeah it was a moment where we watched on a tv for us some people saw it live um you know people on the streets in New York actually watched this with their own eyes. Yeah. The towers get hit and fall. Yeah. And I think that is there was a moment where I knew this is everything is changing.
0: Yes. And with America's
1: co- under attack.
0: That's right. And we had never <laughs> in our life seen that. Right. And even with COVID, COVID has been like I couldn't tell you a single date or a single point when I was like, oh man, this is when COVID changed. Everything for me. March 20th. For 2020.
1: you? 2020. Well, that's when we went into lockdown. Well, that's
0: when we went into lockdown, but it's like, it had been a huge news story It had been up a huge news
1: story for, for a couple of months prior to that, but totally. I think, like, that actual, like, we are going into, Anchorage called it hunker down, we're, we're hunkering down. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of the moment for me that I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
0: but because we sort of had, like, this lead in into that moment, yeah. that moment isn't as poignant as like right. september 11th i agree right that morning yeah. that specific time we are watching this building crumble to the ground and oh my god how many people are in there right right and the I, I just remember the initial news reports they're talking about the number of people who worked in that building when it's at full capacity and i'm just thinking like like my god have mercy right right like how how can this possibly happen
1: right um yeah.
0: so there you go friends that is our that's our nine eleven story. That's that's what
1: not uplifting.
0: No, not uplifting <laughs> at all. But I here's the thing. This is one of the things that I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in. I think it's really important to stop and reflect and remember things that are hard like this.
1: Yeah.
0: For a couple of reasons. Number one, when I think about nine eleven, um, I am reminded of the frailty of life. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of the. Uh, the heroics of people who brought the plane down in rural pennsylvania Mm -hmm. i'm reminded of heroes who ran into those twin towers and rescued people knowing that they themselves would not make it out um i'm reminded of those kind of things i'm also reminded of sort of the hope of america after that and even if it seems really far away i think that's important to remember
1: we got there once we got there there. once
0: and it may seem like we can never get there again but i can't give up that hope right right i can't let myself believe that that can never ever happen again right um and so i i just hope it doesn't take something worse than 9-11 to get us there
1: Oh gosh!
0: Right, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that
0: that's my hope is that is that we don't become so calloused um, to each other, so
1: intolerant of anybody who's not you.
0: That it, <laughs> that it takes something even worse than 9 nine eleven to get us back. Yeah. So friends, um, thanks for listening. I gosh, I don't even know the question to ask, and so you know what? This week I'm not going to ask a question. I have a um, question. You you do? I do. Now let me hear it
1: over on our YouTube Yep, Leg Life Podcast uh-huh. channel. I want people to tell their stories.
0: Their nine eleven stories?
1: Where were you? Oh. What was what's your memory?
0: How old were you? How where old were, were you? you? Where
1: were you? What do you remember?
0: That'd be interesting. If you want to share, if it's you know, some people that may it may be a very traumatic day. Yes. So share what you are comfortable with and what is healthy for you to share over there. Again, mm-hmm. you can search Leg Life Podcast over on YouTube. Um that is kind of where we interact with all of you guys. Yeah. Um but today is a day, September eleventh if you are listening to it on that day uh take some time and uh love the people that you are with be thankful for them don't take things for granted because 9-11 proved anything it's that even a beautiful sunny day in new york uh can can end in ways that we don't expect so love your loved ones let them know that they are loved and if you're listening to this here's the thing if you're listening to this any day after still do that yeah if you're listening to september 12th do it and 13th, also know that you it.
1: are also loved
0: 100 um, it's important <laughs> so friends love you guys a whole much thanks for being a part of the lug life community thanks for listening to the podcast and we will see you guys next week with our 39 39 with our 39th <laughs> we're almost to episode number 40 it's true so crazy. crazy all right bye friends